got my notes on here. We haven't podcasted in a while. It's been a so. while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, so this is know. our, since it's been a minute, this is our top, each of our top three, favorite three that we've watched all year of 2023. Oh, yeah. That we haven't talked about. That we haven't talked about. So not the top three of the year. No. And they're not the even. ones that we haven't podcasted And they're about. not even 20, to make it a little more confusing, they're not even 2023 films. They're just films we watched in 2023. Because usually at the end of the year, we do a top, top five, five, bottom, bottom five. five. It's coming. Top five, bottom five. And so earlier five. tonight, we we're at, a, we're at a, probably one of the coolest places that. in Tampa. This is what I'm saying. What? We're probably one of the coolest places in Tampa. Definitely. We're at Definitely. Laurie Parkade. Laurie Parkade is a um, like an art, obviously an arcade bar. It's one bar. of those barcade places. That's really cool. We like but, it. Um, we, we haven't been a, here in a while. But we haven't been we in, like in a minute. We had attempted to record our third annual Hallmark for the Holidays podcast, the Hallmark Hollies Awards Show, right at, at a, at a dive bar, Joy Joy Dive Bar. Yeah, they converted an old dive bar into like a Christmas year-round Christmas themed place. But wasn't as great as we anticipated. You can't take the dive bar out of a dive bar. Well, it's not even that. You dress it up. I, it was not, almost not divey enough. Like it was bright. Yeah. It smelled bad, which was divey. It smelled like a dive bar. But it was. Um, you know, like how clubs and stuff used to smell like a mix of um, stale cigarette smoke and forgotten farts. Urine. A little bit forgotten of urine. Forgotten farts. Forgotten farts. Yeah. I would That's, say more like urine or like. Or you know what it smells like? Stale mop water. Yeah. With urine mixed in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try my so, best to look at you, but I can okay. hear you with this ear. All right. I'll, I'll turn. But no, it's fine. We're... So, so it anyway, failed. It We're, failed. We didn't feel the vibe. Yeah, it wasn't working. It was way it too bright. It wasn't working. Um, so we're pausing on the Hallmark Hollies award show. So we'll probably end up doing that at home That'll in front of our, our Christmas tree. That might be our next episode. Which feels more appropriate anyway. So we felt defeated. And we were driving home. Mm-hmm. And... And you I, said... Yeah, I said... Why don't we check out Laurie Parkade? We haven't right? been there in a while. And it turns out to be the perfect setting. We're not going to do the Hallmark, but we'll do our favorite three, the unspoken three. And then we ran into... One of a our really good friend, people that we see out sometimes was, was bartending here and um, mm-hmm. hooked us up. So we're much appreciated. Made us feel welcome. Yes, made us feel very welcome. And was like record that podcast. And then on top of it, you might you don't know much about this, but my like lifelong followers on the internet you're of like, me. Yes, I know. I do know this. Um, what you're about to say. We're sitting actually. at yeah. We're sitting at the Dreamcast table. Are you gonna take some be real of that? Some be real. We well, <laughs> we got a little bit of be real happening right now. Oh, but okay. no, um, those who know my lore um, know the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast lore. Well, my my association with Dreamcast um, many years ago, mm-hmm. and to have a table with um, kind of a mod of Dreamcast playing stuff was Let's appropriate. Just say it was all meant to be. We, the universe it all kind of fell yeah. into place. Because your third eye is wide open. It's been rocking it lately. You have been like, have psychic qualities There's lately. like a planet or a moon in retrograde somewhere. 
It's it's vacation. Oh, okay. You have um, time to be like intentional. Yeah. Yeah. So right. anyway, we're so it's here a cool spot. And we're excited, um, and we're drinking. Um, I'm drinking a lavender. Yeah. So they don't seltzer. brew beers here; they sell them. It's like a from Woven Water, which is a local brewery, but it's a hard seltzer and it's a lavender flavor. And it's yeah, I think really their stuff good. is mostly local. Tell you the truth. And yours is. Um, it's by Civil Society, which is in Florida. It's fresh. Not only it's is it fresh. it's called it's fresh, but it's also fresh. Yeah. So. Both really good. And um, so we've watched, even though we haven't podcasted a lot lately since October, it's the end of Jan, it's okay. end of December. Wow. Um, we're catching up. We're going to talk about a lot of the movies we've watched that we didn't talk about. I'm, I'm going to run over I'm, the list. Honestly, I can't believe we've watched that many. Well, these are the ones we watched together. And I, had we, to I left out of all of our December, our October spooky movie month movies. Okay, I didn't. So watch that's that another movie. thirty. That's just like off the list for you. Thirty, not for me. Even though we saw a couple winners, like Tenebrae by Ar- Dario good. Gento. That was really good. You should have put that um, on the list. Jason X. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't so good. This is for another podcast, though. That podcast got taken over and. Shut down by corporate, so it's just us. It's just the night before now. Oh, okay. So I'm going to run over the list of all the movies We've that we have to pick that we from. haven't talked about. Yeah, and so then going from third to first, we'll just share each of our okay. favorites. See if okay. there's any overlap. There's no, like, elimination. There's no, like, this one sucks. I'm going to make a prediction. Can I make a prediction? What, are you going to predict what one of my choices are already? No. Oh, okay. I'm going to predict how many overlaps or non-overlaps. Oh, that's okay. That's a good wager. I predict we are going to have one overlap. Oof. And not that we're both going to pick it for first, second, or third, the same place, but it's going to be within our top three. Yeah, we have one overlap. Just one, though. Yeah. I was thinking when it's... And I think you're not going to agree with my other two at all because I know your criteria and our, my criteria is completely different for movies we like. But so what you're okay. saying is fun mom dinner is... No. <laughs> no. All right, speaking of that, so I like that. I agree. I think we're going to have one shared. I do too. Um, but what I'll do is let's run over the list for the listeners and viewers at home. Okay. We're on YouTube right now. Check us out. Um, as long as the phone doesn't die. Might. It's the one die. thing we didn't have. We have all these extra things, like extra ways to record some backup audio. We got this thing. Plug in our phone. We got the mics. There, one might think, even though we're recording on these like wireless mics now, that the microphones that we hold in our hands are just sh- for props. But no, it's plugged into our little Tascam recorder. Tascam. But I'm not going to tell you which audio we're going to use, but we are talking into them and recording. Well, and also if one fails, the other one. Yeah, we have some redundancies. Um, We have this battery brick, but the one thing we this is Marvel versus Capcom, classic, Dreamcast game. Good. Um, (laughs) Look at this is this ice is. Oh, I thought you were already done with your second seltzer, the fifteen percenter. But my glasses filled. Your number one might change by the end of this podcast. 
<laughs> You're like, you know what? EO was better than I thought it was. A lovable donkey. Look how I'm Read testing out. Look how I'm testing out to see if EO's in your top. Good thing we're not doing a bottom three. Oh, we should have done the top three, bottom three. No, because we got to save top five. From our top, top five, five bottom five is a special episode. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the one podcast episode I look forward to all year. Oh, like, me too. Part of the reason you I do. You know what was great about last year's? We did it at Fat Beat Farm. Maybe we should return No, we there. did that two years ago. Well, whatever. That was. No, wait. We did, we did yeah, we did the first year. one at Fat Beat. We did the second one at um, Seven Sun in Dunning. Oh, yeah. It was our first. But I think we should go back to Fat Beat. I'll think about it. That was fun. See if I we can get that, that cleared. With corporate? Okay, so here's the list. Um, we can chat about them briefly if we need to jog our memory. And there's one that's not written on our list. Uh, we recently saw. So we'll just run through them. And then we'll start at our number threes. So the other day, we, we did see the new Nicolas Cage Western, The Old Way. Which I'll say this, better than I thought it would be. I thought it was okay. It was kind of touching. It was. The acting wasn't great, but the girl did the best job. The girl was great in it. She and was I, amazing. I want to see, without giving much away, I want to see the, the Old Way Part 2. The little girl was better than Nicolas Cage in the movie. Best line in the movie, the, the bad guy at the end, he goes, oh, you're the monster. Yes. Right? Yeah, I good. actually got real. I wasn't watching that movie at first, and I got sucked into it. Yeah, people said it wasn't great. I think they were wrong. Um, speaking of things that weren't great, that people were probably right. Then we saw um, Fun Mom Dinner. Yeah, that wasn't great. We'll move on. Aporia, that's that time travel movie. Yeah. Leave the World Behind, the movie that everybody watched on Netflix. I liked it. Uh, May, December. I liked it. Another, these are Netflix run. And then The Killer. The yeah. Michael Fassbender, um, David Fincher film. The new Hunger Games movie, Songbirds and we took the fam Snake to Whispers or something. The yeah, we, that was a family outing. Um, a few years ago, the Amazon Prime movie, The Big Sick. A little more touching yeah. film than we anticipated. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes, a Japanese movie. Another time travel film. We actually did a Pine Lake Cinema production We did a Pine Lake Cinema had a viewing of that. Um, the movie Nowhere about the... The lady who was trapped in the storage container. Mm-hmm. In the Tried to flee ocean. like a fictitious, oppressive, totalitarian government right. thing. Uh, Noel Baumbach's The Squid and the Whale from some time ago. Mm-hmm. That was good. You know. Divorce family movie. I enjoy divorce movies. Um, A movie that came up at dinner conversation last night with some friends, Reptile, with um, Justin Timberlake, or as I like, um, Benicio Del Toro and Alicia Silverstone, or I like to call Excess Baggage Part 2. Yeah, no, I liked that movie a lot as well. Um, The remake, which I didn't realize it was a remake, the River Wild movie. Hmm. Yeah. Which was a remake of... River Wild. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they this movie. You're like, this is it. I'm like, not possible. <laughs> I'm like, this and movie. And we Googled it. You were right. This movie has 100% been done before. Um, Christopher Abbott, my, my favorite weirdo sex perversion movie guy. Yeah. Sanctuary. Well, first we saw Piercing. Oh, yeah. Later on our list is another film with him, Sanctuary. Right, right. Same idea. Yeah. It's what he does. I love it. He likes 
dominatrix type movies? Um, one of those movies that was like, quote, dubbed a comedy, but I didn't, much like Fun Mom Dinner, I'm like, I don't know if I just don't get comedies in 2020s. Um, no Hard Feelings. Right. That was Jennifer yeah, I Lawrence. Because I couldn't remember it. And then I was like, oh, this, that was terrible. It's really funny, right? Yeah. I um, looked at it and I'm like, this movie is terrible. I just don't think I get like, I, I don't know. I was so disappointed in Jennifer Lawrence. I yeah. was like, this is something you chose to do? But whatever. So that doesn't sound like it made the top three, y'all. <laughs> so if, that's, if you're that kind of fan, you might want to turn it off. Um, the Korean film, which a broker about like selling a, a baby on the black market. Right. That was a lot funnier than Jennifer Lawrence. No hard feelings. Yeah. Um, a movie that wasn't funny at all. That I was looking forward to it. The director of First Cow, like her follow-up movie, showing up. Right. Oh yeah, I looked that one up too because I couldn't quite. I forgot the it. actress's name in it. We, I forgot too, but I just looked it up. She's good stuff. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. Um, I dug it. That kind of art school, art project. A sculptor. She was a... Yeah, but it was kind of just kind of a slow film. Um, kind of First movie. Cow was a super slow film, but I loved First Cow. Showing up was just, okay. Then Sanctuary, which we saw. Uh, Ruby in Paradise, a 1993 film starring... Um, Your favorite person. The what's world? her name? Mm, Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. Oh. A young Ashley Judd. Like one of her first films. And ignored by the Academy. EO. I enjoyed that movie. The donkey movie. Ruby. Oh, Ruby in Paradise. Okay. <laughs> I said EO and I thought you were playing with me. <laughs> EO was kind of fun though. I don't think I could stay awake during EO. Okay. I don't think I, um, I tried. Yeah. But it was, it couldn't hold my attention. I mean, EO should have been better, but I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Um, to Leslie. I loved it. Yeah, it was fun. Sort of like, whatever. A Man Called Otto, the Tom Hanks. Classic. Oh, yeah, but a little too sentimental for my taste. But love sentimental. And then <laughs> um, we, we celebrate Justin Long on this podcast. So we did watch one of his lesser known films a while back called Literally Right Before Aaron, in which he like pines for a woman right before she gets married because she marries the guy that she that, dated right after they broke up. Right. So he was like, I, li I dated her literally right before, right before she Aaron. decided to get married. Yeah. It was, I mean, it wasn't Justin Long's best, but... Well, Justin Long has some good movies, but he, he typically plays in, like, mediocre movies. I just think his character was, like, rough, hard to get behind. A little bit too much of the, like the pining, please take me back. Like, yeah, yeah. why didn't we work out, guy? For me. Yeah. A Black Rock. Ooh, I forgot about that one. The three women go on the camping trip, yep. run into the Got three it. bad dudes. Got it. Yep. And they, like, get savage. Yep. That's a fun movie. The Civil Dead, Whitmer Thomas. Yes. We, yes. we celebrate. Um... Because we actually met him, which was fun. This I have year. pictures. Almost cue the B-roll of me hanging out with Whitmer Thomas right now. If, if you're listening to the audio podcast, get on the video and see me with Whitmer, in which I like staked him out. 
until I could intercept them to take a photo. For hours. <laughs> it worked? For hours. We got it, though. Um, another, and The Civil Dead, like kind of like a ghost movie, was kind of fun. And another, we happened to watch like two ghost movies in a row that night, and one called um, Jet, Jetica? Jetica? Yeah. That was kind of interesting, too. Yeah, it was. Um, Phil was almost a forgettable um, Greg that. Kinnear movie. So forgettable that I don't remember it. But if it's Greg Kinnear, I'll check it out. So it can't be in my top three if I don't remember yeah. it. Yeah. That's why we're going through the list. All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm-hmm. Say no more. It was good. S- somebody I used to know. Another one of those, like Justin Long, literally right before Aaron movies. Like, oh, somebody I used to date is getting married. Yeah. Let me try to win them over real it's quick. Forgettable. Um, a great Mark Duplass movie, Blue Jay. Mm, I didn't look that one up. Remember, it was black and white. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's another one, like, reconnected. They yeah. weren't trying to, like, stop the marriage. But he reconnected yeah. with um, a friend in town that he used to date, and they're like kind of how it got messy. Yeah. Uh, fall, climbing that big tower. Yep. Don't fall. Don't fall. Speaking of falling a long way down. Yes. Like the four people who are all going to commit suicide on like New Year's right. Eve night, mm-hmm. and they all happen to go in the New same Year's building. We're close. <laughs> um. Francis Ha, White Noise, mm-hmm. and then um, the documentary about Robert Downey Jr. and his father, Sir. Oh, okay. I know what that is now. I didn't know what it like, was on sir? your list. You're like, I'm not putting that on my list. But right, here's what I'm going to do. Keep talking. So now let's think about our three. I'm going to take my jacket off because it's getting hot in here. Are you looking at your... Are you making some changes? I, yeah, because I had forgotten about one. Mm. A lot of dead air here. What? You said a lot, of, a lot of dead air here. Oh, sorry. It's all right. I'm just I taking my jacket. I got to replace one fault, of too. mine with something, but I can't decide right. what I'm placing it with at this moment. All right, so do you want to start with your number three, or do I have to go then? You go. Give you some time to think. I need a minute to think. All right. Go ahead. I'm going to pull up my notes on my phone here. It takes a second. It's not a zippy iPhone anymore. All right. My three, I'm going to start with... Your number three. Yeah, my number three, which I'm making some quick adjustments between two and three as well. Yeah, that's what I was doing. It's tough. Um, Mine is tough, too. All right, I got my number three. I'm ready. I got mine, too. Hold on. All right, I'm ready. I think I got mine, too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, we got to get going. All right, keep going. We got to do our prep. Keep going, keep going. Well, you got to be some committed to it because you might change it if I say my number three. No, okay. All right. Okay. Lock it in. Got it. All right. My number three is going to be Aporia. That's my number three. <laughs> Look at that, right? That's our first overlap. Yeah, that I, that's the one I thought we would overlap. All right, so Aporia, um, I'll let you add some thoughts, too, if you want. But 2023 yeah. 
and it stars Judy Greer. And it's this like what I liked so about funny. it. I was like, I know we're overlapping on that one. What I liked one. about it was one, I love a good time travel movie. You know what? I typically don't, but yeah. I liked that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I liked about it was it it didn't get bogged down in its time travel thing. Yeah. It was also super low budget where they're not actually traveling in time. Right. They're yeah. sending that electromagnetic electromagnetic pulse. None back of that in part time. made sense at all to me because it's not true. It well, can't happen. <laughs> well, the, they made a machine that does it. And how no, how would we know if it's not true? World. <laughs> how do we know? <laughs> we know. No, that's what it's I loved not. about it. But it what a, I did, I just loved how touching it was. No, it like, was very it really, touching. Like, think about, well, go ahead. I no, cut I was going to say good sci-fi does that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it presents this somewhat outlandish concept, which is time travel. But instead of back to the future jumping in a time machine, yeah. it's a little more butterfly effect. Right, where it's, all right, we found a way to, sh- to send a, an electromagnetic particle back to a certain moment of time. And if we can pinpoint where a person is, their exact location, mm-hmm. their coordinates, we can send it back to that exact moment and it'll just intercept their body and kill them. And that death will change the course of time. Except for the person who's there at the machine and presses the button. Right. And that's all you have to do for the, um, that's all you have to do for the time travel. Right. And so what's great about it is they press the button and like seemingly nothing happens until they, because their reality hasn't, hasn't changed until they walk out the door. But then, like in all things, it says, oh, if you toy with time, it's like if you undo one thing, it changes everything. It's kind of what like else. a movie someone <laughs> made that I know. Yeah, they kind of made the undo film. Yeah. Which so, I, I love... So, so the, the sci-fi part was great, but underlying it was a very touching story about loss and instead of dealing with loss, trying to... Change. Get it back. Yeah. And I, I just love the re, re, the realism in a sci-fi movie that's mm-hmm. not real at all. No, yeah. I loved the realism of, like, you know, the difficulty she was having just dealing with life in general without her husband. Yeah, so her husband, her Judy Greer's husband, dies. was acting out. Because of a drunk driver. So her child was acting out. She was having a lot of difficulty with her and... Of course, which is very realistic if somebody loses their dad or you lose your husband. It mm-hmm. just kind of feels like you can't deal with life. And they really, like, depicted that very realistically. I liked that. And I liked, I just liked, like, well, no. Like, we knew if you change something, other things are going to have to be yeah. different. And can you accept those differences, that kind of ethical and at the end, well, we can't say the end, but the end. Yeah, no, the, the, end, the, the end was pretty fun. Yeah. Like, oh, like, okay, I'm always a person, I want some teeth in my movies. I want some consequences. I want some yeah. stakes. There has to be consequences. Um, yeah. 
And there's definitely stakes in this film. Because you're toying with people's lives. Yeah. But it's also, you know, there being a bit of the moral police. Like, they're making a decision. Is it okay for the drunk driver to die? Yeah. Because it killed her husband and the father. But But then... about the school shooter? But then the wave that creates... And then it opens up a Pandora's box of... Well, I'm going to well, kill this school shooter because people. I'm going to save 30-something people that died or it's 13 that, um, or whatever. It's that trolley car dilemma, right? Yeah. So that was really an interesting way of making that that concept come alive, I thought. Yeah, it's just explored it, and it didn't get bogged down in anything. A, they didn't have the budget for it. It didn't get bogged down in any of that technical time travel stuff. And the actors and actresses were great in it, I felt like. They were Yeah. just really, like, the the friendship between the men was super, like, real. And uh, the relationship between the man and the woman was really, uh, yeah, like, and, touching. And, and, and the character's motivation, because this time machine was being built before the husband died, because the husband's friend was trying to build this, because... His family the, was killed. His whole killed. family was killed. And he was trying to do this to get them back. So, um, yeah, really interesting stuff. It's on Hulu now, so anybody can check it out. 100% worth the watch, for yeah. sure. Aporia. Yeah. Aporia. And right. the weird thing is, saying that name of the movie doesn't, yeah. like, like um, trigger that that's that movie. Like, Yeah. What does the word aporia mean? I think it, it means, mean like it means like, I think it means like a contradiction of, a contradictory phrase. Okay. Yeah. Because every time you said aporia, I'd be like, what was that movie about? Even though I love that movie, I just yeah. couldn't remember the name you of it. it. All right. Yeah. So that's number three for both of us, our three favorite films out of that long list we went over. Yeah. What's your number two? You're going to hate my number two. Yo. No. <laughs> All right. As long as it's not a fun mom dinner, I, I can't be angry. <laughs> okay. My number two is A Man Called Otto. No, it's fine. There's because, nothing wrong with that film. And, here's, and I know it was like the big big movie, of, one of the big movies of the year or whatever, yeah. and it's Tom Hanks and all that. But this is what I was saying when I know your picks are going to be different than mine other than Aporia. Was because I base, I've said this before in the podcast, I base my movies on like that I can go through multiple different feelings within a movie. You follow your heart. I follow my heart. And if I can laugh and I can cry and I can feel um, compassion for the characters and feel some kind of connection, that's a good movie to me. And I felt that in A Man Caught Auto. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed my experience of watching that movie. No, one, it's Tom Hanks, so you can't get mad at that. I loved it. And two, I appreciated it because it at least followed a movie structure that feels somewhat foreign and absent these days. Like, it's an older style. Yeah. But it felt like a movie. Which so often movies don't feel like movies anymore. True. Like that felt like a movie you could have seen also in ni- in the 1980s or 1990s. Right. With um, a big lead name like Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That had a touching message, a dynamic character who learns and goes through changes. Yeah. 
that you find out, oh, there's more to him than his grumpy exterior, that he has right, a heart. Right. Um, all of it was really good. I just, I just liked everything about it. Yeah. It felt, it felt really, um, I don't know. I just like my viewing experience of it. So in general. No, I have nothing. I have, I have no qualms with that. I pick. liked the relationship between him and his neighbor. Yeah. The, you know, a mm-hmm. Latin American. Yeah, and the Latin family. American, yeah. And the that family, and I just liked how she dealt with him, and and uh, how he reacted to her, and just that whole thing was good. No, I think me. Tom Hanks has been doing great stuff. That doesn't maybe get the recognition it deserves. Like even we, I think we talked about it. We have an episode about it. The Finch. Oh yeah. The robot movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, I thought it was a great film. Yeah, definitely. We did a quick little episode about it because mm-hmm. it way back when, in the early days of the night before. Yes. And um, yeah, yeah like, it's, it's a, a movie that movie. I think people relatively have forgotten that Finch even was a thing. I know it's so good. Where a man called Otto had a little more lasting appeal. I mean, I know it was a, an adaptation of a novel and a foreign film. Right, and, but yeah. This, but it was still... I can't get mad at that. Although I, I did try to... A Man Called Ove is the name of the book. And yeah. I did try to read the book, and I couldn't really get through the book. Yeah, we book. have it on our shelf. We also started watching... I don't know watching... what that says about me. I mean, we have it on our shelf, so I'm like, have I read this before? Hey, listen, we've talked I, about my um, ability to remember. I tried to read it again because I knew the movie was coming out, and I just, I don't know, it could have been the time and place I was in at that point in yeah. time, but um, I couldn't get through the book. And remember, the we watched, we started watching the original Man Called O. Oh, yeah. That night, that and then really we good. were like into it. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I felt the pressure, like, no, we got to get to Tom Hanks now. <laughs> we got to get to Tom Hanks. Is that what yeah. happened? We stopped And it? we bailed, like, 30 minutes in and flipped, really? switched over to Otto. I don't feel like that's like us. It was Otto over Ove. Oh, okay. But I remember it feeling like a cute movie. Yeah. But. No, I, I was digging it. It's probably really great. I think you, we just lack the amount of time sometimes to are do you, all the things we want to do. No, that was sometimes you feel that movie. I feel yeah. that pressure sometimes. Like, like I'll, I'll watch anything by myself, good or bad. Like, before we watched The Old Way uh-huh. yesterday, I watched another Nicolas Cage movie, hmm. The Retirement Plan. Sorry. Not great. Yawning. No. But if I'm by myself, I was it like, I, I, can, I can spare this two hours. So I put the pressure on you. But if I'm with another person, and I'm like, you know, like when you're watching a movie, and you're watching it, but you're also like very aware of your audience members. No, that's you. Uh, okay, yeah. How's I don't it? do is that this, because here's what he Is this does. playing? Is this no. reading? No, Is this goes, working? We'll be watching a movie, and he'll be like this. No, like, here's the You'll thing. be like watching me watch the movie. Because here's the thing. I don't want... I don't do that. I'll watch any sort of thing. I like hot trash movies all day <laughs> that sounds like porn well i do have a movie called trash humpers in my collection <laughs> but i'll watch a dumpster fire of a movie okay, and right. be okay with it true and kind of enjoy it find it endearing whatever but if i'm sitting with a person and i'm like oh this is a dumpster fire i like if if, if i feel people aren't feeling it I, I have a tendency to get uncomfortable. Like, I want to bail. Let's get out of here. 
And, and you feel that way about me sometimes. Well, with Ove, I was like, I don't know if this is working. Let's let's go to Otto. Otto's well, going to be the better watch. Problem let's go. is, I have like a two-hour window of being able well, to watch Well, that's the thing, too. I'm like, we're sitting down. This is going to be a thing. Let's and make this a I'm good one. And then I'm out. I fall asleep. So. All right, you ready for my number two? Yeah, I'm ready. It's so predictable. For you? I'm like an open book. I'm like a see-through Ziploc bag. Okay. You know what's in there. Okay. Um, what is it? It's not my number one, though. Well, I know, because we're on number two. 1993. Directed by Victor Nunez. Ruby in Paradise. Of course, uh, you are predictable. You're right. I'm surprised that's not your number one, honestly. I thought that would be too obvious. <laughs> you love Ashley Judd. All right. I love this movie. No, it was good. You're right. It was good. So I um, liked it too. I have a soft a spot, as you probably know, for what I the call Judd like. family? No, no. Just kidding. It's just one Judd. <laughs> I'm a one Judd man. All right. Um, no, for real, like the real Florida movie, like not oh, yeah. the neon, mm -hmm. though I appreciate some of the Harmony Corinne stuff, like Spring Breakers and, um, Beach Bum and stuff. The more like upper panhandle rural Florida film. Yeah. And Victor Nuez directed this movie. He also directed a movie called Yuli's Gold. Starring Peter Fonda, which I really like. Annie directed a movie that I had watched recently, too, called Coastlines, with Josh Brolin and Timothy Oliphant. Okay. And I think you saw, I don't think you watched it. It's, I watched it this year, but, and I realized I had seen it before. But Coastlines is the one about Josh Brolin's, like, the sheriff, and his brother, Timothy Oliphant, gets out of jail. Okay. Or his best friend. He used to have a relationship with his wife. Oh, right. I remember that. There's that, that kind yeah. of I, I think love I saw triangle. parts of it, yeah. And um, really good stuff. So all three of those films are like Florida. It's like Victor Nuez's little Florida trilogy thing. But Ruby and Paradise was his first one. Yeah, no, I liked it. And it's just like Fish Out of Water, Ashley Judd. I think what, she moves to Panama City? Something like that. She like leaves. She leaves her home and she's like, "Wasn't she married?" And she just left her yeah, husband. Yeah, her husband was abusive. Yeah, and she was just like saving money up, and she's like, "I'm out of here. I'm going." And she had a kid with her, right? No, no, no. Okay, I'm thinking of something. And she just like left town, went, lived on like a little small efficiency apartment in Panama City. Yeah. And was like, got a job at a beach souvenir shop. Oh right, yeah. And just had, just like clawing her way to survive. Yes. And um, even a, a cool little scene filmed in Tampa, downtown Tampa. Yeah. Um, when they went to like the the trade show, they did a little like convention center. the convention center there. Um, so that was fun. And it just seemed like like a, a great little movie. And it was in the like early 90s. So it was when, you know, the end of the 80s, early 90s, those kind of indie films like My Own Private Idaho, things in that vein, you know, Drugstore Cowboy. It had a cool vibe and feel, uh, but was also a good little 
Just character movie. Yeah. I agree. So I Ruby in Paradise, one of my, it's like in my top, if not in my top 10, my top 20 films of all time. Oh, But yet nice. it didn't make number one. Nice. I was just, I loved Ruby in Paradise. I really don't think, oh, I know what your number one's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I think no, you're yeah. really predictable. Well, I have to okay. be true to myself or like people will call me out on, yeah. on X. <laughs> so Ruby. So Ruby, right. Okay. And I don't know where we saw Ruby. I think it's on Amazon or somewhere. I have people to look up something real quick. Sorry. Are you just changing your things constantly? No, no, I'm not changing. I um, I changed. See, my list then... is here on my phone. I got my notes app. I just want to make sure I know something. I'll hold it up to the camera while you're talking. See, it's all right here. If they see there, they see my number one, if they could read that. I'm not changing anything. Well, I did change my number one once we went through the long. All right, so what's your number two? I already talked about my number two. They didn't. We've only done. A man called Otto. Oh, man called Otto. So that means. We're on my number one. You're number one. And you're number one. So who's going? I was just trying to. Well, since um, you know, put your phone down. Since you know my number one, what is it? Infinite two minutes. Beyond the infinite two minutes. Beyond. It has to be. It has to be. Because we did it at Pine Lake Cinema. You base your, I mean, you got inspiration for your Undo movie on it. Yeah. You have talked about it relentlessly to everyone we know. Bought the Blu-ray. You bought the Blu-ray. The import Blu-ray because it's not American film. You don't do that for every movie you like. Yeah. You like that it's, you know... Somewhat unknown for the mass public, and that's how that those are that that is like your perfect criteria of movie to love. Well, I felt it would be disingenuous if I didn't pick it in my top you have three. To. But no, beyond the infinite two minutes, it's just like a special film. Yeah, I love not only all those reasons you said, I also love that it had a true. And my, part of it was because you could see the special features on the Blu-ray. You could tell it was everyone involved in the project was passionate and excited about it. Yeah, doing watching the outtakes or whatever you call yeah. it, the extra scenes and how they were filming it and whatnot did did make you appreciate what they were doing right? even more. Yeah, for sure. It's like, a, a, yet again, a simple concept about time travel. Mm-hmm. Being in a... Japanese cafe and the apartment upstairs is the two-minute time delay between the two. Yeah. And you can see on the TV what's happening. So they're figuring out ways to see two minutes into the future or two minutes into the past. Mm-hmm. And, and how it's it, just like a really interesting concept. Yeah, and it, it just hasn't snowballs in this kind of over-complicated, absurd mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it ultimately ends up being a somewhat of a cute little love story yeah. Um, between himself and the owner of a little bakery thing around the corner or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, and the fact that it was filmed on little GoPros and iPhones and a cool little quirky Japanese film. Um, it I agree. Is, it was a good movie. And I watched it like, two days before writing the script for my Undo movie and was going to go in one direction for Undo and 
watching Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes on a whim totally like changed my scope and of things. Thanks. That's good. So like a film that does that, and it's like eighty minutes long too. On top of it. Yeah. No. I. I think. I knew you were gonna pick that. Yeah. I know. So. I mean, so I your number one is, let me look here real quick. I was going to try list. to present it like you do. Okay, you could do that, but let me... Um, what do you think it is? It's, ooh, ooh, going down the list, I'm going to say... Hold on. Okay, don't look at my phone. Your my number one film, and this might ruin your introduction, but I'll say the 2023... Hmm. Netflix like original. I can't find the year it came out. The Netflix original. Okay. Starring Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman's no. May December. No. All right, I tried. You thought that was my number no. one? Well. Really? <laughs> I mean, All right. I like no, no, no. Movie. Actually, actually, your number one is nowhere. Okay, that was on my list. That's the one that got bumped. Okay. Because. I liked that movie. There were aspects of it that I was like, this could have been filmed better. You know? Yeah, but I like, think it was a low a lower budget whatever. film. It was. Okay. I loved that movie. So I had a hard time. I can't see okay. it. I had a hard time bumping it off. Yeah, just checking our time. But I had to think. Which one was my more enjoyable watching experience? Get that mic, yeah. Like. So I'm listening. I'm looking at the list. Nowhere would have been my number four, I guess, if we were doing a top five. Because I loved Nowhere, and I I love like a woman power movie, although I hated how it ended. But um, my number one, you can't guess my number one. I mean, my only other guess at this point would be like two Leslie. No. All right. Good. Good. I was going to be. I was trying to hold back, like not saying like. I hope it's not too Leslie, it's not but too I didn't say it. I didn't say it that way. Um, you didn't. Well, you kind of did. Well, only after you said it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> the Big Sick would be a guess. That's it. All right, good. The yeah. Big Sick. Yeah, the Big Sick's you know a great what? film. When we went over the list at home, I was like, "Ooh, that's my number one." And then when we went over it randomly here, I was like, "Didn't see it for some reason, and I didn't put it in there." Oh, well, we brushed over and it quick when we, when we mentioned it. When we brushed over it again, I was like, "Ooh." Forgot to put that one in. Yeah. I had to push a man called Otto down. Yeah. And I had to push nowhere out. That's so okay. I can the appreciate. Big sick, yeah. Like that goes in like my top ten movies in general. Mm-hmm. I liked a lot. 2017 is what I just looked up. Yeah. Right. And it was like an Amazon film. Amazon. Yeah. Picture. And I loved it. There were just based so on the true story. Things I loved about it. No, I thought that movie was great. And again. Uh, 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 Ray Romano was in it. I love Was Ray Romano Ray just Romano. here a minute? I heard Ray him. Romano is like a comforting person to me. He's like, like oh, you can all hang out with me. It's great. Uh. I just love the whole like hospital waiting room stuff. I loved like the And Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. I love Hunter her. Hunter Hunt. Which one is it? Hunter. Hunter. Holly Hunter. I confuse her and Jennifer Jason Lee all the time. Really? There's it's like weird. nothing alike. I know, but I just do. <laughs> I don't even think they're within the same age range. I think we had this discussion while we were watching the film, and I think <laughs> we proved that they are. 
There's no way. We'll let Wait, our is it Holly Hunter or Holly Hunt? Hold on. You have the phone. I, all I have is a non-internet phone. My phone doesn't already. do internet. Um, I already have it pulled up. Hold on. But we discussed it while is. we were watching it. Okay. That I, I, I think I made the it's same Holly comments. Hunter. But I think I said, like, oh, her and Jennifer Jason Lee are about the same age. I loved everything about that movie. I think everybody should watch it. It no, gives it was you all rec- the feels. It's funny. It was recommended to me years ago. And I kind of ignored the recommendation. And it was a bad decision. Yeah. It was yeah. funny. It was sad. It was heartwarming. It made you feel... Like, connected to the characters. All those things I love about a movie that I keep saying. Um, But it wasn't this, like, was it a big box office movie at the time? I don't remember it being. No, no, no. My 2017, no. No, I don't remember it being. I mean, I, I vaguely remember hearing about it, but it wasn't something that I saw at the time. Yeah. So, so I loved it. I think, didn't. Michael Schumacher, Showalter, Michael Showalter directed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was the thing, too. I was like, oh, Michael Showalter directed this. I yeah. should have paid attention mm-hmm. a long time ago because I like Showalter films. It's great. Yeah. Everyone should watch it. All right. I mean, are we too predictable? Is this what this shows? What is this top three No, it show? shows that we're learning each other, and it also says that Aporia was the best film we've watched that we haven't talked about. Cheers. Collectively. <laughs> Are you sure we done? <laughs> no, no, I agree. I agree. Agree. I'm saying cheers. I no, agree. and I have no. I mean, I don't think Otto would have made any near the top of my list, but Big Sick would have made somewhere yeah. in the top zone. Yeah, I mean, there were actually a lot of other movies on that yeah. list that I liked. Cool. A lot, but some of the nowhere stuff that, like the um. What do you call it? The CG, CG. Oh, the CGI, the computer stuff. It was a little yeah. over the top. Like that part of it took me out of it a little oh, for bit. For nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Well, listen, I see them turning some video screens off behind us. Oh. So we can um, start wrapping this up. We okay. still got our top five, bottom five of the movies we did podcast about for the year. And you know what? This makes. We'll have to decide a discussion we need to have later, I guess. Do these films we just talked about, become? are they eligible for top five, bottom five? Of course. We just talked about them in I the guess podcast. So. I guess, I guess so. They are <laughs> That's top the five criteria. Right. No, that yeah. makes it like, all right, we'll think about it. So we took that whole list of movies we hadn't seen and plopped three out that we actually talked about on a podcast. Actually, more than three. Five. It was like five. But I'm thinking... Well, well, let's think about it, because I almost like... Because these are like the bonus supplemental ones, because do we want... I don't know. Yeah, let's think about it. Let's let's look at our numbers. Yeah. For the year. Yeah, we'll go over the list. And then we'll also have our Hallmark for the Holidays, third annual. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one's we're dubbing the Hallmark Hollies Awards. Yeah, we didn't watch as many this year. No, but we created some categories to award these yes. four. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's okay. cheers. Cheers. And it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.